All right, I'm going to start stuff. Also, struggle with uh, there comes the risk of it backfiring on me in that I pick a word for you to pronounce and then I can't pronounce it properly. And that would be like Glenn Fittick or yeah, Glenn like Morangi. Or Moran- oh. It's Glenn Morangi. Morangi, oh, that's what it is, yes. It, it rhymes with Morangi. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I remember it. Rhymes, it. <laughs> it rhymes with Orangi. Yes, the Glenn Morangi. <laughs> uh, I like it. Welcome, everybody, to episode 11 of the Potato Thumbs Podcast. Potato I'm your host, Thumbs Ed- Podcast. Ah. <laughs> uh, I got thrown off by Senior Fluffy Fingers MD. Senior uh, Fluffy Fingers MD. Uh, how are you doing this evening, Fluffy? I liked it better when I was just singing like your theme songs. Like I'm like your backup singer. Uh that's a decent plan. Uh, I think so. We could go by the style of DuckTales. Uh wait. Uh Senior Fluffy Fingers. MD, do do do. No, I can't. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, pretty sure you couldn't, even if you had gotten the beat right. I I tried though. Like I, <laughs> I had I pictured like Scrooge jumping into his big vault of like money, um, but it just it didn't happen. The song wasn't there. I'm sorry, guys. All right. So I'm Admiral Lips, <laughs> and joining us tonight we have Burning Wing. Burning Wang, how are you doing tonight? Doing pretty good. Glad to be here, I think. Yeah, we're glad that you're here, too. You fared much better than the tree in your yard tonight. I Yeah, well, you know, it, it started talking shit, so I had to take it down. <laughs> like Big Bad Wolf style? Like you just sat yeah. out there and you're like... That's, well, that's why I was so windy in Kansas today. Nice, nice. Uh, was that just... Uh, wind storm wind that knocked this giant part of your tree into your yard no that was just poor timing i believe i think the tree is about <laughs> 900 years old ah so. nice it's old old trees fall down what do you yeah, want yeah for oh, sure I, I guess yeah. man Jeez. that's what they tell me what is, is it uh is conifer is that what it is like the study of trees something like that Sure. We'll I'm just saying, maybe I should maybe I should pay more attention to my trees. You know, it didn't even factor in old age. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we should definitely stay out of any of the natural sciences. No more tree yeah. talk, no more rock talk, no more soil talk. We're out. I mean, I can talk about rocks, dude. I'll be like, that, that rock looks cool. Yeah, well, it's kind of like beige. I don't know, man. I know my rocks. Anyways, yes, you do. <laughs> so, okay, Burning Wing is here with us tonight. Uh, I know Hello. Burning Wing through Derp Fam, uh, but why don't you tell us a little bit about you, man? Like, uh, what do you main in Destiny? What council are you on? So, uh, I am the master class of Destiny uh, Warlock, uh, preferably Voidwalker uh, when I can. Uh, like play on PS4 since it's the master console also. Uh, other than that, yeah, I go full potato 99% of the time. So good to be here. Nice, man. Nice. Yeah, it was all correct except for PS4. Unless you do like our friend Maddie does and use an Elite on your PS4, then it is okay. 
Uh, what's an elite? Uh, it's one of these things. Mm, yeah, let tough. me hold it up. Let me hold it up for all of our viewers. Do you see right. this, viewers? Oh, oh. <laughs> Do you see? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all the viewers at home. I held up a controller. It wasn't a controller. <laughs> awesome, man. So I just turned on my Xbox by sending down my controller. That sucks. It's still Xbox is still better than PlayStation. Exclusive, say differently. But like, are there any exclusives that you're using right now? that make destiny better what did what did they get what did ps4 get i don't even know your guess is as good as mine because i don't know either i'm sure it'll pay off in the long run though yeah normally <laughs> doesn't <laughs> you, you know just saying it's kind of funny though because like uh i think it was on dcp this week they were talking about um exclusives and the D1 exclusives aren't even on Xbox yet. Like, it's still end of this month, right, that that drops? Yeah, after PC drops, yeah. Oh, man, it's just it's so funny. It's, like, it's such a funny. funny thing to think about. Like, I don't know. I guess people are still playing the game. Another slap in my face for you guys. Go back and grind for that Jade Rabbit. Dude, I'm saying, I bet that gun was fun to use. I wasn't it a big is. scout user in D1, but I bet it was fun to use. Jade Rabbit is the best. Nice. Fight me. um if you when you buy your xbox because you're gonna buy an xbox right yeah i'm getting the one x all right so then private matches will be out then and then we can 1v1 man you're optimistic (laughs) or custom games (laughs) no there is a picture of shacks um in the tower and there's competitive quick play and custom match or private match icons behind him on the computer screens i saw that Mm-hmm. All right, so um, a little bit more about you. What was your first gaming system? Like, what was the first game that you remember playing? What was your first system? So the first gaming system I had was actually the Game Boy. Uh, and it was Sup- Super Mario Land, I believe is what it was. Which Game Boy? Was it like the gray the, one? The, yeah, the OG Game Boy. Nice. Actually, I still I still have it. And it works? It's, it's, it does work. I have nice, a dude. little carrying case for it. And it's got I got the magnifying glass with the lights in it. Got the battery charger, portable battery charger for it. All that. So nice. That's where I started. And I went to Sega. And then I, I jumped from Sega to PlayStation One for Final Fantasy Eight, I believe okay. is why why I got it. My favorite uh, Final Fantasy game from the PlayStation was, era. It was pretty good. Uh, I'm in the wrong here, obviously. Seven, everyone assures me seven is much, much better, but... That's what I keep hearing, too. That triple triad in eight is what gets me playing it all the time. So, Nice. I never got into the Final Fantasy games. I I probably would have liked them more. I did get into Legends of Dragoon, though, which is quite similar. I think that was a PS2 game. Uh, it was uh, no, I think it was regular PlayStation because I was think it? we had it at the same time. Like I was playing Final Fantasy and my brother was playing through Legends of Dragoon. That was fun though. That was a four disc game. That yeah. was a big game back you in the remember day. Remember when we had to change the disc out? Yeah, oh, dude. Man, the, the barbarian days. Yeah, like what what disc are you on? I'm only on disc three. <laughs> awesome. Um. So if you go, when you're in the crucible, what do you, or not in the crucible, when you're in the crucible, <laughs> what kind of crucible do you like? When you're in destiny, what, what are you leaning towards more? 
nowadays like are you playing crucible are you playing pve you focusing on raids like what's your jam what's a crucible i I, I must have missed this (laughs) (laughs) now i uh I, i tend to do more pve uh because i get a little salty at pvp i believe you heard that one night um but i i do everything uh haven't really uh, I've done trials, I think, once so far this year, season, whatever you want to call it. But uh, raids, still haven't completed the raid, and I'm not really looking for it either. It's yeah. it's fun, but I don't know. Not, not my favorite. Did either of you guys happen to see Datto's video on raid DPS weapons this week? I did. I did. Uh-huh. Were you a little bit surprised about the legendary thing that he talked about? Like the legendary auto rifles in that video? It's a little surprising, yeah. Yeah, that was a little. Although, as I ran on my Titan when I got my... uh, I only had my Titan up high enough to run. So when I got my clear, I was running scout rifle, auto rifle anyways. And with the Actium War Ring, I was just laying down auto rifle fire most of the time anyways once I emptied out my Merciless. Yeah, I haven't gotten to the boss yet. I've only watched the videos, but I've not gotten to Kalos yet. I've done the other three fights, but not Kalos. So there's there's what four Spoiler. fights total, right? And then Kalos. Five, it... if you want to count uh, the unlocking the path to the first one. But is there three main rooms or is there four? There's three main rooms plus Callus. Oh, okay, plus, okay. The okay. transition area, that if you don't go into the underground maze, you'll have to, you can go back to the, basically the junction and do the same thing over and over again to get the doors open too. If you, if you don't know how to do the maze. Okay. Um. Yeah, because I've only done two out of the three. I haven't done the bathroom yet, but I've done. Oh, that's the easiest <laughs> one of them. Like yeah, it is. After okay. we figured it out, we've one shot it every single time. I've done it since then. Nice, cool. But one thing I did notice was a hand cannon on bathers helped a lot. A high impact hand cannon. Uh, submachine gun, you melt them with a. Basically, what I do is throw a pulse grenade, and they're basically dead by the time they're up. Uh, mm-hmm. But even if you don't, shotgun, submachine gun, anything really that hits repeat fast or hard will do the trick. Scout rifles are a little slow. Um, yeah, pulse I was running slow. I heard I was running hand hand cannon, cold heart, and a sword, and at two sixty light, and I didn't have any problems. I heard a lot of people running better devils in the raid. That's because of the explosive rounds or whatever. Right, yeah. I don't know. Night and uh, which is also explosive rounds. Oh yeah. Me and then the uh, I don't know. Was I running Uriel's gift just because that was what I had the highest light level on? I think is probably what I was running. I still need to get Nameless Midnight. I don't have it yet. I'm, I'm double-checking yeah. right now, but I believe that I still don't have it. Um, the, the gun's a myth. It doesn't exist. Yeah, I, don't, uh, I definitely don't have it. Um, yeah, when I went in, I was using Uriel's Gift, but I definitely think I'm going to take the number into it now, dude. I am so in love with that gun, dude. It is such a good gun. It is. Um, yeah, so back to Datto's thing. So he was saying, he, he gave a couple different options for running the raid, uh, besides like what everyone's using with like cold heart and cluster bombs. 
and he was saying that if you like that style of auto like the Uriel's the future war cult the number which is the one that I really like um you could run another auto with it, like Ghost Primus and Merciless, and you would get maximum DPS with that. And I thought that was pretty cool, man. Like, run double autos on that final final stage and Merciless. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's nice, except for, for someone like me who has shit aim, keeping the uh, auto rifle for the entire clip on the crit spot is, let's say questionable on the longer uh, platforms with like the two further away platforms yeah so if i get up close oh, I see that. it's fine like i just keep it on target the entire time but from far away it's like and i'm going up and to the right and now i'm off and i'll come back pull it back down and now it's not on the crit spot because it's you know i pulled it too far and then it's going back up so it's like it's fine um but Again, I'm never going to get max DPS. Good enough is, I guess, good enough. Have you used, um, have you used the number yet, or have you had that drop? Because it's, it's like, it's, it's like a laser, dude. Like it doesn't kick very much at all. So I flew out to DC last uh, Monday night, or I was supposed to, but hashtag never fly united. Uh, my plans got all fucked up on Monday. Uh, so I, by the time I got back home, I just went to bed cause I had a 545 flight on Tuesday. Uh, so I was in DC until Thursday night and then flew, drove to St. Louis on set Friday morning and didn't get back till yesterday. So I've only played like two hours of destiny this week. Last are night. You, who are you? What faction are you with right now though? I pledged a future war cult because My while man. I was away, you were blowing up the Discord with all your pro future war cult uh, <laughs> yes, stuff. Yes, propaganda. <laughs> like, future war cult, best cult. Come on now. <laughs> I'm like, fine. I was, you know, dead orbit all of D1, but I'm not entirely convinced they got uh, Peter Stromer to do the voice again for Iraq Jalal. And I was like, eh, we'll just do this because everyone else seems so excited about it. Uh, so I've turned in like three packages. I got like a normal hand cannon, the future war call hand cannon and the number. But that was like at the end of my play session yesterday and I just turned the Xbox off. So oh, you did get it though. I did get it. So nice. once we're done talking here tonight, so like in five minutes when I'm all done talking about my destiny for the week, out <laughs> um, <laughs> of fire up my Xbox and go give it a shot now that I know it's super awesome. Dude. Uh, no, but I did get one. So at least I didn't miss out on that. I I was using Uriel's and I thought Uriel's was good like everyone else did but I wasn't 100% in love with it and this gun dropped and I gave it a couple games and I was like dude like this gun's a laser like that having that um vertical recoil, uh, recoil and having um just the stability it seems like I don't know what it is man but it just it's it's an awesome gun yeah. You put an energy mod on that for counterbalance, and that thing is so good. Yep, that's what that's what I'm running on mine, dude, right now. So, yeah, I'm glad that you got it, dude. Uh, Burning Wing, I take it you are also Future War Cult? Indeed I am. I've nice. gotten about 14 hand cannons and six numbers so far. <laughs> yeah, dude. So And two pieces of armor. And no voops, right? I am not just uh, missing what, out on it. No, it's just not in no. rotation. 
No, I haven't found it yet. But there is a picture of it, so I don't get that. I, I, I know. I've I've seen them. I just I don't have one, so it's okay. not, not real. Not real until it's in my hands. Yeah. So we ran um, one of the like mornings last week. Uh, we ran heroic public events like uh, Necessary Evil and I, and we like raked in the rep coins guys like we i think one of the times we went to the tower i had like 100 coins on me like we figured it out we got it down to about like every 15 minutes or so you were getting about 20 for a level up like wow yeah (laughs) yeah i mean you're doing the same fight over and over and over again but um if you have people that know what they're doing you can just blow through them it's nice yeah that's what we did last night was uh Ran the nightfall twice with two different groups of people, and then I was like, "Oh, I should get the flashpoint done so I can at least get powerful gear." You know, work my way up that that light level thing. My Titan's at three oh two now, so not terrible for not having you know any hours in this week. So almost at three oh five. But yeah, we ran seven public events, heroic public events, and I got three or four level ups with future war cult solely for doing that. Yeah, well, you heard about the bug with Future World Cult and the uh, 30 Ingram limit, right? It's Yeah, it's like not there anymore. Yeah, it's just not there. You just keep turning them in even after you hit 30. Yeah, that's awesome. I <laughs> I turned in, let's see, I had five rep up, reps um, to turn in, and I got three sniper rifles in a row, and then a piece of armor, and then a duplicate of the hand cannon that I had already gotten that day. I'm like, oh, come on, RNG. <laughs> <laughs> like, I got one weapon out of six that I don't have already. Oh, all right. I see. I, I haven't even gotten... I've gotten the hand cannon and the numbers. That's it. I haven't even got a sniper rifle. I haven't got... All right, no, I take it back. I did get the scout. I forgot about that. The scout is solid, guys. I really I, like the scout. I, I don't like it. I just... I don't know. Really? It doesn't feel right. Yeah, it doesn't feel right. Is see, I think it's I think it's the fact that it's the the sights on it that make me like it more than Mida. Yeah, the sights kind of remind me of uh, the Chaos Dogma from D One, but it just doesn't feel the same. I don't know if it's because it's the Mida archetype or what, but because I love Chaos Dogma in Year One. Yeah. Yeah, I got the scout, and let's see, it looks like I got the scout, the hand cannon, the number, the sniper, eye of foresight. I thought I got something else, but it doesn't look like it. Well, that's unfortunate. Huh. For all that work you put in, to only... <laughs> I really wanted the Voop, dude. That was the only reason that I wanted future war cult. So, But if it is actually out there... um. That might persuade me to grind a little bit more. We'll see what happens. Does it just does it end tonight? Tonight being Monday. Well, uh, the faction, the faction rally ends tonight, but you can continue turning stuff in from now on. I believe you just uh, you don't get as many tokens for doing stuff. Okay. I I think that's how it works. Could be wrong. Oh, I thought I thought when it ended, it just like ended. Like, you could still turn in the existing tokens that you had, but you wouldn't earn them anymore. Um, Until the next rally. Yeah, that's that's the way I thought it was. I don't know. Mm. Um, either way, 
if it is i don't know if we don't record too late i might go grind a couple public events and just try one or two more times i don't know maybe we'll see so um yeah anything else stick out in that that dado video or video or anything else on the raid guys i was a little disappointed in the cold heart it not doing as well to be honest with you because I, I love the cold heart it's a great gun well, did you say you you fought Callus? You just haven't gotten the clear yet, and no, I, I, haven't, even... I haven't done Callus at all. I've yeah, I would, Callus. I would only use the cold heart for Callus, the Callus fight, um, either to do damage to him or uh, when you're in the void. It's kind of nice for shooting the skulls to build up the uh, your your stack, your damage multipliers. Um, I guess. There's an argument to use it for dogs, but I found it way more way more efficient for me for burning down the dogs to use pulse grenade, auto rifle, shotgun, and I could get it down. If I threw a second pulse grenade, my dog died, basically, so I couldn't throw two grenades. I, I think I used Merciless for the dogs, but the thing with that was I had to be careful not to shoot one of the other dogs that run out. Oh, the little and, ones, and yeah, kill yeah, it. Yeah, and, and totally kill the the exotic perk on Merciless. Yeah, that Cabal uh, public heroic event has not become or has is no longer difficult uh, now that Merciless is there. When the ship flies in, <laughs> yeah, yeah, melt <laughs> that ship down so yep. fast. <laughs> Dude, those pulse grenades are strong though. I was, I was running Stormcaller in the raid. Uh, the one time I did run it with Cyborg and uh, Chuck and um. Like I would throw on the on the gauntlet stage, I would I would just throw a grenade right at the door, right when they're about to walk out, and you could take care of like one and a half waves of enemies. You know, maybe yeah. the scion would get past, but he'd only take one shot to put him down. Like it was really good for ag control for sure. And pulse grenades are awesome. Nope, they're good in PvP too. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I think, saw uh, people bitching about them in PvP. It's uh. It's one of those ones for me. It's like, well, I, I guess I think they're it strong, has, but only if you stand in them. I think it has more to do with the aftershocks effect from the striker titan. Yeah, because because I don't think they do a set amount of pulses. I think it varies a little bit. Ah, I could be wrong, but I've heard so many different streamers. Like I don't know how many pulses that does with aftershocks, so I don't. I can't tell whenever it's out. Yeah. I'm definitely running aftershocks on my Titan though, so I'm getting the full value of it. I I was running Stormcaller in PvP and I started watching Wes. God, was that last weekend? Maybe it was last weekend in trials. Um running Void and using Devour. And I, I switched back. I switched back to Blink and Devour, dude, because Blink is I don't know, like having a good grenade is good and having battle buddies is good for DPS, but being able to get out of almost any situation with Blink is also a very amazing tool to have. I kind of want to keep like a, some week when we're both out of town, do a clip show of uh, you going back and forth about your PvP class for the past four weeks because mm-hmm. you are like the most schizophrenic. Uh, Dude, <laughs> that's going to be like a four-hour show. It's it like seriously, man. I know, like, but it's just 
they both have their their ups and downs and i'm just trying to figure out which is best for my play style and um i think i think staying alive is more important i don't know I it depends on who you're playing with yeah uh, was, like when I'm running with Val, and, like when I ran with Val, Dex, and Klops, staying alive really didn't matter. What mattered was that I was in the fight with them and helping, because that one extra bullet would help them in a close fight. Yeah. When I was playing with you and uh, Baroque, and who was our for- Lotus was our fourth. Uh, when I stayed alive, we had a much better shot. And when I did my normal dumb thing of running forward and trying to set up or meet them at the point of attack and getting getting dead we had a much worse shot so again the people you're playing with is a big part of what your your style has to be yeah well for the average person that doesn't get to play with 2.0s and 3.0s whenever they want um staying alive (laughs) staying alive is important (laughs) it's only good if you remember it's there trust me yeah yeah i don't know we'll see maybe next week i'll be back it's out, it's between the two though. There's no there's no dong no, blade, no dong in, blade in your no, future. No, no dong blade, dude. Yeah, play dong blade with that phoenix dive. It's it's really good. It's it's fun. Like I enjoy playing it in like I had to play it in PVE on my second warlock that still hasn't beaten the story. And uh second <laughs> <laughs> warlock that I played that I created so I could run through trials the whole weekend, but I still haven't finished the story with it no. two weeks later. I, I really haven't even been able to play trials though like there's been no motivation because like i i've been gone like the past two or three weekends it sucked yeah whatever i'll find time yeah it was rather unfortunate that you had to go spend a week your anniversary weekend with your wife instead of playing trials no i enjoyed i enjoyed both of my both of my trips away they were both fun dude we got on we got on bikes this weekend there's a trail that goes up part of lake superior like a bike trail and so we just got on the bike trail like my sister my wife and her husband and we just started biking and we find a cool like cliff or beach or something and we just park our bikes and lock them up and go explore and it's you know a lot of it is woods you know not all of it's developed especially there's a few couple different like state parks like along the coast so it's kind of cool to explore while that sounds beautiful, can we go back to the way you started that? Where you said, my wife, my sister, or me, my sister, my wife, and her husband. My si- Yeah, got- I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my sister's husband. Sorry. I just I, wanted yeah. To- <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. Uh, hey, of language is important. No, it's, so I, I totally <laughs> forgot to write this down, but this was funny. Um we one of the places that we went to explore we started walking out and it was like the bike path wasn't right next to the cliffs so like you had to walk a little ways through like i don't know knee high grass hip high grass and there's like a little game trail so we just followed we just followed the game trail out to the cliff and my sister was a little bit in front of us and i went to look like a different like game trail like to see the edge of a cliff and i came back to meet her to see like where hers led and she comes back with this look on her face like like just shocked kind of and i'm like uh are you okay and she's like you might want to wait a minute before going out there 
And I'm like, why? And she's like, uh, they were totally having sex on the cliff out there. <laughs> and like, so there's no one around us. Like, there's no, there's no easy way for cars to get where we are. There were no bikes locked up. Like, I don't know how these people got there, but there's totally two people out on like a rocky point, like just having sex. And my <laughs> sister walked up on them. So then they like had to play all like casual and nonchalant while we hiked around like on the other part of the the like bay area (laughs) 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 oh good times that poor guy yeah sister fluffy fingers md just blew up his spot after he worked so hard to get to this romantic that's what i'm saying like he like there was nothing around like this dude had to like scope or he just does this all the time but like well, there were less bad for him if that was the case. Yeah, it was not. I mean, you couldn't see them from anywhere. Like it was a legit location. Like you couldn't. We didn't even know they were out there until we walked out, like out on the cliff and we're like, "Oh hey," <laughs> 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 and then they just like, yeah, I don't know. It was weird. So, yep, my fun story of the weekend. Um, <laughs> back to destiny. <laughs> <laughs> Solid okay. transition, my friend. It was it was like a question. It was <laughs> it was a question. So, um, I saw this week that uh, Guided Games is out, and it does not require a raid completion to be someone's raid Sherpa. Uh, do you guys think that that is a wise decision, or do you think that that is kind of should be a requirement? I guess it comes down to the question of. Well, I mean, it comes down to the people, right? Because if you just put yourself up there as a Sherpa but know nothing, it's kind of worthless. But if you put up a you know a guided game saying, hey, I can get you through these first encounters because I know them, and then we can try to figure out the last fight together, and then the people who join are like, okay, I, I've never done it. I can learn this raid. We don't have any plans of finishing it tonight. Like, you don't have to finish the game or finish the raid to know up to and including all of the encounters before it. So like, as long as you're honest about what you're trying to get done and your expectations are set in a certain way, then I'm all for, you know, letting people lead it. You know, people who, hey, I only got an hour tonight. Uh, let's get through the first two encounters and get a couple of chests. Then everyone who sees that game are like, okay, I can do that. Yep. Yeah, I I don't think though that there's gonna be a whole lot of raid sherpas that haven't completed it. I think that was their biggest thinking behind that. Oh, okay. Um, because just simply because like everyone I know that's has been wanting guided games for the raid, they've done the raid multiple times already. You know, they've completed it probably five, six times. They, like, they know the fights. They, they're they in and out within an hour with their raid team. So, uh, and like Hambo was saying, if they, um, if they don't, if they don't complete the Nightfall, it goes on their Oath Keeper score. Not Nightfall, but Raid. It goes on their Oath Keeper score. Because you, you get a rate them afterwards. That's the way I understand it. So unless everyone's okay with, you know, not doing this part or, you know, had a bad time or whatever, you're going to know how it went very quickly. 
Or you're going to be the person that has to experience it so everyone else knows that they, you know, don't want to uh, guide guide games with this person in the raid. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I, I, I should try that out. Have you have either of you guys used any guided games yet? No, I wa- I have the thing to like go into it, but I haven't I haven't tried it or done it yet. Yeah, I haven't tried it yet. Yeah, I mean, I haven't either. I almost feel like I should next week just to see what it's like so I can have some idea of what's happening, but between Discord and the uh 100 sites that I'm on, it's never really like difficult for me to find a game if need be and my friends list is reasonably long so from all the people i've played for with past 100 games so it's like do i step out of my comfort zone and play with strangers or do i just use this group of people that i've already cultivated relationships with and know that we can get it done eventually yeah i think i think if i had to lfg for a raid i would use it but um, usually in Discord, we can set up a raid pretty successfully before it's time to actually run it. Like, there's usually people that want to run it if you want to run one. I want to run one with you, dude. So, we need to do that, too. So, I've never actually used LFG or the 100. Uh, all of year one, it was me and one of my buddies, uh, IRL, uh, before I met the Dirt fam. And uh, that's all we did was we did everything but the raid pretty much uh so i don't have a lot of stories from year one but as soon as the uh taken king came out i got in with the dirt fam and started running raids and whatnot and taken king was my first raid and it was it was a lot of fun actually yep everyone that that uh because we used to lfg with the dirt fam a lot um for like taking king and stuff like that and that was always the best place to find people because like everyone's typically chill um in the group like and you know i don't know everyone just has a chill mentality so it was always good when we could do that when when we had to actually go to lfg it was very hit or miss i always tried to make like a ridiculous post you know that <laughs> that would um seems get difficult us, for you yeah get us people that that like had humor like you know must have mayonnaise must have bacon sandwich uh, no, I, I will say I, I got it pulled into a few of the Dirt Fam raids that had LFG people in them. Mm-hmm. And that was interesting. I, I will say that. And then yeah. uh, Holden Court, back whenever he actually used to play Destiny, would uh, LFG all the time. So he'd run probably seven, eight raids a week. And he'd stream them. And at the time, I was working kind of a third shift-ish. So I'd watch them just because I had nothing else to do at work. So it was different. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. I it'll be interesting to see how detailed the guided games get if they if they're able to tell people like kind of how they're approaching it or if because it's on your your controller and you're typing, it's just going to be like looking for one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, awesome. Yeah, that's definitely thing I need to do this week. That and some general uh, inventory management. It's getting yeah. out of control now. Yeah, like Between with... my mods being full, like I have seven or eight mods waiting for me at the Postmaster now. Yep. And I finally started chucking stuff into my vault, stuff that I may never use. I'm just like, too much stuff now. We've reached that point. It took 
about a month. I, you know, I think I have 47 items in my vault right now. I, have, I just, if I'm not going to use it, mostly hand cannons, I just shard them. Don't need them. Yeah, I've, I've kept every legendary weapon I've been given, and I just uh, store them on my other characters and in my vault and just use, like, you know, a handful of them. But, like, when the meta changes, man, you know? I am aggressive with my breaking of breaking down of stuff. Exotics especially. Yeah. Exotics I, are like, you know, I can just buy it back if I need to. I, I don't understand the word you use, meta. What what is that? Can you explain that to me? Uh yeah, it's like it's like uh, you know, uh memes. Oh yes, memes. I'm I'm very aware. It's like memes. You know do you know about memes nips? <laughs> Yeah, it's what my nephew says to my sister-in-law when he wants to breastfeed. What about what about dank memes? Do you know about <laughs> dank memes? <laughs> oh god. So, we bring this up because last week right before the Pample Moose discussion, Fluffy was talking it's about memes. Pample Mouse. Pample Mouse. <laughs> God, I'm so glad all of the uh, the DTP guys were there to have fun with that. <laughs> so you kept saying the word meme, but you weren't pronouncing it in a way that I had heard before. So I went and found an actual how to, how to pronounce wiki and put it in the show notes for today. It was good. So uh, why don't you try... To tell us wh- how you pronounce the word meme. Mimi. That's not how you said it last week. And you know it. <laughs> no, but it's a no. new, it's a That's new the fucking go forward. <laughs> okay. It, hey, in my defense, I have heard people say both meme and mame. No, not. Ma- yeah. Mame. Yeah. Meme and mame, right? Yeah. Yep. So that's that's what I've heard. So yes, I was saying it wrong. I will admit. <laughs> that's yeah, all right. You've heard it both ways. It's all right. Yeah, dude, I, I've heard it both ways. <laughs> <laughs> now, now I will forever know how to pronounce it. Though that was that that website was pretty pretty hilarious, man. <laughs> For those of you out there who want to check it out, it's www.wikihow.com/slash/pronounce-meme. That's pronounce dash Mimi. <laughs> if you say it Mimi, they know how to spell it. The same. Or, or they've been on the internet at least once before in their life. But maybe, you know what? Like, I still say maybe I'm right because everyone thought that GIF was spelled GIF and the creator's like, no, it's GIF. He doesn't know what he's talking about. That's what I'm saying, dude. Maybe I know what I'm talking about and everyone else in the world is wrong. Did you create meme? No, no, he was born into the meme. Don't lie. I, yeah, I didn't create. I didn't create the meme. I became the meme. <laughs> you, you became the meme. Became <laughs> became the meme. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Uh, did you guys see any of the uh, Cuphead gameplay this week? I did not. What the hell is Cuphead? Oh my I god! Ca- caught a little bit of it on uh, Twitter. And yeah, not my game. Dude, okay. It is amazing. It is amazing in a handbasket. That's what it is. So they took 1930s style animation. So think like 
OG Disney Popeye. films. Yeah, Popeye OG Disney films like Steamboat Willie. Yeah, yeah, and they made it into, um, it's kind of like a, a shooter platformer, like almost like a Mega Man Contra type feel to it. Uh, but with with like amazing 1930s animation, and they made it like Nintendo hard, like it's old school NES hard. It's not an easy game, and then it's all like, um, got How like an evil Battletoads. Yeah, it's got like an evil like um look to it, you know, like like I, I don't know, like like old school bad guy. You know, and demons and devils and dragons and I don't know, man. It's it's pretty amazing. You should really you should really like Google a quick play of it so you can you can understand the greatness that is Cuphead. But I think it's only like twenty bucks. Greatness seems like a strong word for it. I, it's just the animation, man. It looks so good. Um, <laughs> is it PC only? No, no. Xbox, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's oh. Xbox and PlayStation. I don't know if it's on PlayStation, actually. I don't believe it is. Um, Where's your fancy exclusives now? Oh, where's your cuphead? Ooh, That's ooh, why he doesn't like Destiny, it, dude. Destiny, where it should be. <laughs> <laughs> that is a fair rejoinder. <laughs> also, in like a month and a half, this dude's going to have the, the sex box. The Xbox One X. Or whatever it is. All night long. So I have a bit of a uh, bit of a quandary conundrum ahead of me in the near future. So I have pre-ordered my Xbox One X, so I'm going to get that. Okay. Uh, my sister, who has lived with me for the past six years, is finally moving out. And as my way of saying, hey, thanks for giving me my house back, I'm <laughs> sending my TV upstairs with her. You know, it's a... It's an older 50-inch TV. It's She doesn't have a TV, and she came into the house with like a couple of old tube TVs, and I'm like, yeah, we're going to recycle that shit. So now she doesn't have anything. Yeah. So I'm like, go ahead, get it out of there. So now I'm in the market for a new TV for upstairs for my living room. Uh, and conveniently, that's where I could put my Xbox One X, or I could move it down here to my basement man cave. Um, so my conundrum is... If I get a really nice TV and put the Xbox One X upstairs, then it sort of becomes my entertainment area and my my man cave where I've been playing all this time with my my monitors and the pretty decent setup for for gaming. Downstairs, does it, do I actually use it, or is it become you know just sort of a thing once in a while? I don't want to go up and game on a you know a 65-inch TV or something like that after playing on a mm-hmm. monitor for the past however long. So then do I move my old Xbox upstairs to put on the new TV and then use the, the Xbox One X downstairs? I, it comes down to a distribution of resources to best uh, encourage my terrible habits of playing video games. Uh, I think it depends on two things. The resolution of the TV you plan to buy and the resolution of your monitors. That's fair. Uh, so I'm looking at a nice 4K OLED if I'm going to get a TV for upstairs. One that'll last me a while. Uh, which would lead me to believe that I'd want to put the, the Xbox One X with its 4K capabilities on that TV. 
Uh, the monitor I have is good, but not 4K good, and not. Uh, I mean, it's got real nice, you know, low input lag. That was the main, the main impetus behind buying it. So it's not anything super special, uh, resolution-wise. I ha- I am the voice of reason, and I am here to help you, my friend, my my child. Are you ready for this? This will be good. All right. So also give your sister your Xbox. Then Too buy. buy. I, I, I already bought her her own <laughs> Xbox for her birthday a couple of years ago, well, which she's you, taking with her. Just tell her that this is her other Xbox. Or, or, or we'll we'll find something else to do with that Xbox. Either way, it's not in the equation anymore. This is the reasonable path. Buy an Xbox One X and a 4K monitor that has key on response time over beautiful graphics. You can probably still get beautiful graphics and great response time. Put that in your man cave. Your other Xbox One X will go upstairs with your beautiful TV. And then you game on the monitor and you watch TV on your other Xbox and you watch porn on your phone and the circle is complete. That sounds really like not a terrible idea. I'm saying though. Except for the amount of money in my bank account is not equal to the amount of money in your plan. Did did Fluffy just make sense? I'm saying. Uh, Voice of reason. Unlimited budget sense. I mean, it's not an unlimited budget. You just need to like go into some credit card debt. It's no big deal. Everyone's doing it. It'll be totally fine. Yeah, I that's mean, true. The, the, the <laughs> other option you could do is put the TV downstairs with the One X and then get a splitter so you can run it to either a monitor or your TV. Make sure it's a powered splitter. Powered. Right, sure, but then... I literally have nothing up in my living room. It's like, dear guests, come over and look at this empty entertainment center. Can you How put many your... people do you actually come over? Uh, okay, so I host stuff here like once every other month or so. But Can you put your, your gaming setup in the living room? I could. That would, it... would work. I mean, if you like, because you, you just need to run cables, so it doesn't have to be right next to it. You can always run a slightly longer cable like... And corner it more, you know. And uh, I do have actually the X, the other Xbox, my sister's Xbox upstairs is already wired in that same spot. So I'd basically just be replacing that. So. Yeah. All right. This all seems very reasonable. But uh, yeah, 4K monitor. All right. Although I think they're going to be cheaper and like as time goes on. So you could just buy the TV now and then game not in 4K. Yeah. <laughs> Or you could buy a PC. Yeah, so my whole PC thing for PC gaming is I sit at a computer all day. And when I come home to game, I don't really want to just sit at a computer again. I certainly lose some level of, some percentage of effectiveness. Because when I play down here in the man cave, it's certainly reclining with, you know, not nearly as close to the monitor as I could be type deal. Um, and I don't think it bothers me very much to lose that slight X amount of percentage points of skill by mm-hmm. being a little bit more comfortable. 
You can use your controller on PC. I'm just going to say that. Right, but I'm not going to be reclining in a, a lounger <laughs> and playing my PC with my controller. But you could. You can. Want... Uh... <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying your Xbox is a PC. Like <laughs> your your arguments has holes. <laughs> there, there are holes in my argument. Okay, so in this episode we have covered a lot of things, including you're buying us all Xbox One Xs. This is great. Awesome, thank you. Um, <laughs> do you want to talk about um things other than Destiny that you've maybe been playing this week? Because I feel like I feel like you played something else. I don't know why. I know it's out of the norm, but I feel like you might have played something else this week. Well, on a uh, turn of the tables from our normal discussion, I convinced Val to download Gwent this week (laughs) (laughs) and got him to start playing. Uh, So from my hotel room in D.C., I made him stream and then I could watch and comment on his gameplay for like three hours the other day and you know he's starting to get the hang of it and it made me super jonesing to play gwent when i got back uh, <laughs> so i got back from st louis yesterday mowed the lawn and came downstairs and immediately fired up gwent and played for a few hours because there was a new patch out which fixed a couple of the cards that were broken and introduced one backbreaking bug into the xbox uh, game which is that after every five games uh, when you load into a ranked match, it finds an opponent for you and then immediately crashes the application. And when you come back in, you've been given a loss and you lose your ranking points for that loss. That's horrible, man. So Are you sure you didn't get that mixed up with trials? Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> what I think of when you say that. I'm a little bit uh, saddened that they decided to use the trials netcode for this new patch. but uh, So I, I took about five losses yesterday uh, before I went to Reddit this morning and figured out that if I just kill my application ever after every fourth game, I won't run into this problem and then reload in and start over again. And that uh, doesn't, does that negatively impact your, your scoring at all? If you do that? No, it just means that I spend, you know, an extra two minutes loading and then it reloads your entire collection and it just adds extra time. Which, whatever, it's fine. Uh, I went on a good little streak tonight before I went to play trivia, and I'm sitting back at forty fifty. Which, uh, again, only two hundred points away from that that last real goal, tangible goal, reachable goal for me. So nice, dude. That's awesome. Yeah, but it means I need to win like eleven games in a row, and each loss I lose more than a win. So. If it takes 13 games, if I, if I lose three games, it's going to take me like 16 game wins to get there. So, And the people up at this level are not schlubs. So you're saying that you're doing your last word quest? Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Although I haven't just deleted the game like I did the first time I had the last word. Uh, I had gotten slowly worked my way up to whatever... Or no, it was Thorn Quest. Sorry, this is the Thorn Quest where my drunken playing destroyed me in year one of Destiny. So you had to get void kills, right? And I had gotten up to like 70%. And then 
played hammered one night and went all the way back down to zero. <laughs> <laughs> oh, awesome. And I deleted the quest from my, cause that, you know, you had like what, 10 slots, maybe, I don't even know. They might've expanded that later. And at that earlier time, it was even fewer spots for bounties. Uh, I was like, well, I'm never getting this. Fuck it. <laughs> Just deleted it. <laughs> and then it was another like two, three months before I got it again. And then actually did it with Atheon's epilogue because I couldn't get a word of Crota to drop. Yeah, dude. That's what that's that's that was my void gun at the time. I didn't actually get the quest to get Thorn though. I bought it from Xur. Filthy casual. I know. It was it was year two though, and it was it was after they had nerfed it. Like, I think I got it either right before or right after they nerfed it. The second time before it was coming back for Rise of Iron. But he had a he had a hand cannon or a legendary... What was it? A, a primary engram or something like that. So I just went and bought, like, a shitload of engrams until I got it. Well, that's yeah, nice. I had to edit the same thing to get Thorn and Gallahorn. I got Gallahorn literally one week before Rise of Iron dropped. Yeah, I got mine with Rise of Iron. <laughs> <laughs> I think I got mine to drop first time I did Vault of Glass, so. That's awesome. I didn't, I didn't do Vault of Glass till year three. That's going to make yeah. it a little trickier to get it out of there, but uh, it's all right. <laughs> yeah, that's when I did. That's that's when I ran all my other raids, too, was... Well, not year three, but end of year two, because I, I ran Taken King the most, and then we ran, we started running the other ones just for fun. Once Taken King didn't matter running anymore, once we had all the loot and we were all max level. Yeah, that was... You guys missed out on the fun of uh, Vault when it was super hard, or Crota when it was super hard and glitchy. Yeah. Like you got some of the glitchiness when they they brought it back up to the light level. Some of the ridiculous things still happened there, but nothing compared to original OG Crota. Dude, I I dealt with all the bullshit on Oryx though. Like oh, the uh, before everyone knew that throwing a grenade would teleport the ogres. Before yeah. they came out with that, like I ran ogres a lot, dude. And if I had a nade, I was throwing it. And then all of a sudden, ah, uh, my ogre teleported. Like, guess we're wiping. Yeah. <laughs> I remember those days as well. Yep. Not, not how many times Oryx glitched. One bomb wouldn't go off or something. Yeah, dude. Yeah, and then it's been like a half hour or whatever. And this is like the eighth try. <laughs> that try took a half hour and now you're wiping. Yeah. And then we got to the point where we could run it like super fast. Oh, yeah. The, I think quickest i did it was like an hour or four or something like that yeah mine was, yeah i think mine was right around that too i think mine was like an hour 10 or something like that was was when we were way high above running king's wall that was back when we were 335 light actually i yeah. have a video of us running golgoroth challenge in seven minutes nice not bad at all so that's sort of an interesting thing i had like been obsessed with beating the raids uh basically from the time i first started playing uh crota regularly like weekly all the way through basically the second half of uh wrath of the machine before i finally sort of burned out on raiding 
Uh, and I loved that stuff. And I do not have that same urge to like get a clear every week. And I mean, I don't have three characters up yet, but uh, if I did, I certainly wouldn't feel the urge to get a clear on all three characters each week. And I like the raid that they have here. I'm just wondering, like, what about D2 doesn't have that same, I don't know, fiend chasing his fix type uh, feeling to the raid? I think I think it's it's two things, man. I think it's um, the guns all feel very similar, and I think it's the lack of RNG drops. Honestly, like even exclusive drops. Like I've I've I haven't completed the raid. I have raid weapons that I get each week. You know, like you don't have to go in there because that's not the only way that you're gonna get those weapons. Um. And none of them really stand out as, like, you need it. You know, like, the Trials Auto, for instance. The Trials Auto is a really great great auto. Um, it's very competitive for its class. But it's not like getting the Doctrine in year one where it was the answer. You know what I mean? Do you, do you think that that's part of it for you? Uh, you know, I don't even think... I, like I said, I'm pretty quick with the breakdown of stuff anyways. I've melted a bunch of raid and trial stuff already too. So I don't know if gear is the thing that's pushing me. Like it certainly didn't push me to do all the raids I did in uh, D1. Um, And maybe it's just that I still have enough stuff. Like I can hop on and run. I still have missions and flashpoints and all that stuff to do solo uh, or with like a group of one or two. Hell, this week's Nightfall, the one in the, whatever is the Pyramid, Pyramid, yeah, I hadn't, (laughs) I hadn't run that strike yet. Like the Nightfall was the first time I've actually done that. Like since the game came out, I haven't actually run that at all. So like there's still a lot of exploring, I think, in the, the actual wider game universe for me. And that's why maybe I'm not as driven because again, I, I played D1 for that first four months, basically, without even really realizing there was raid. I was a day one Destiny 1 player, and I ran about two raids until March. And then I finally had burned through all of the PvE and PvP stuff I wanted to do solo. I was just about done with the game when I found the 100. So I'm wondering if I'm along that same trajectory this way is I haven't burned myself out on the, the single-player stuff yet, or the like the small group stuff. And then my hope is that eventually, once I do all of that stuff and get all of the guns that you can get through quests and stuff like that, then the raid will become a, a weekly thing for me, because it's the only thing left out there that I haven't hammered home quite as hard. See, I, I don't think it will be, though. See, I think the biggest problem with the raid is you can reach max light without doing it yeah yeah that too that too up until rise of iron there was no way to reach max light unless you did raid yep and light light only matters for pve the at raid. this point yeah right. and everyone's above it now I really... that that being said though we don't have the prestige like uh raid yeah that's true that when that comes I, out I, I think a lot of people are forgetting that that we don't have that yet 
I'm not saying it's going to fix the, the issues, but I think when that drops, I think they'll turn on light level for trials. So you think be, so? I think so. Because I think what they're doing is they're waiting until the PC launch to do all this stuff, to do customs, privates, whatever you want to call it, you get the 350 uh, prestige and, uh, and enable light level for trials. That way everything's even across the board. That way they don't have to go back in and adjust this or that on each platform. Um, I just I want there to be exclusive loot. I want there to be something that I want to grind for loot. I think the faction rallies were good. I, I was grinding for that fusion rifle I never got. But um, there's I don't know, time. man. I know, I know. I hope when there, I hope when Iron Banner comes out that there's Iron Banner weapons worth grinding for. I'd, I'd really love that because I love PvP, man. Like if I, that's my problem. That's why my other warlock hasn't gone anywhere is because when I jump on, it's like, well, I could run the story mission that I've already run eight times, helping other people through. Or Jmar's on. Maybe he wants to play Crucible. You know. Yeah. Uh, does Does Iron Banner start Tuesday? They said October. I haven't seen uh, any confirmation about when I, it starts. I thought with the breakdown they gave us at the beginning of September, it started this week. I could be wrong now. That would be awesome. I thought it just said, um, I thought it was just um, said that it would be in October. Um, I'm trying to Google it. I don't know, though, man. Uh, I mean, either way, it... If they enable light level for that, I mean, that's another reason to try to grind for 305. But with the power levels, like, I think, is it from 300 to 305? There's really not much of a difference in deep in damage dealt. Yeah, it's fractions. Yeah. Point. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I don't know how much that's going to help, but again, with if you get prestige not a raid, it's should bump it to 350 so that may make a difference but i'm not really sure how much that's going to make either so i only see the week one through four roadmap and that was the one where below it it said um, prestige modes and iron banner in october okay and week yep. four is was this past tuesday with faction rallies so i have not seen maybe we'll get it thursday maybe we'll get a roadmap thursday with what's coming out in October. That would be pretty dope. I don't see him giving another roadmap. I would love it if they did, though. They should. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. I I just... I would like... I would like some something to grind for. I, I kind of want RNG weapons back. I really do. Like, I love balance, but... Um, I also love having a pdx 45 that was better than most of them out there you know and stuff like that i don't know maybe gunsmith yeah. you can always grind for shaders <laughs> maybe maybe they I, I don't know man maybe they can do something with gunsmith mods that are like totally overrunning my inventory it's, it's, so I've, I've been thinking about this for a, a little while now i think everyone keeps comparing d2 as an upgrade to vanilla d1 and I see that, but you also got to think they started D2 in 2015, right? So I don't think even the Taken King was out at that point when they oh, started yeah. D2. Yeah, for sure. 
so all the upgrades that we've seen for D2, I think, are just all the stuff they wanted to fix in D1. Vanilla. Up to yeah. Taken King. Well, and I, I get the balance thing, man. Like, I get why things are set roles. I'm just saying, I don't know. It'd be nice. It'd be nice to have some sort of randomization in it, you know. I think if they took out like the luck in the chamber bullets, maybe high cow since everyone seems to hate them, uh, and they do random rolls, they they could still have their balance. It just might be a little harder to get the gun that you want. Uh, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. I think. Yep. If you start putting random rolls back in, you'll have the uh, post on Reddit within a week of, I spent 8,000 hours in the past week grinding, and this is my breakdown of the guns I got. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it makes sense. Like, I, I, I'm I'm for giving it a chance. I just hope that they do something. Like, I hope it doesn't get too stale, you know? Uh, and they got... So supposedly the next content release is December. It's supposed to be around Crota time, right? Yeah, that's the assumption. So, I mean, I, th- I think once they get PC out and get it going, you got what, a month and a half until yeah. the next content release. So I mean, it's it's going to be coming up. We just got to see. We just got to hope that they, the, updates, are more towards the quality of life improvements we got in Taking King and Rise of Iron and not Vanilla D1. Well, if they have... The cool thing is if they have private matches, I would be 100% okay because that's the end game that I really want. So then I could take all these weapons that I've stored in my vault and be like, all right, we're running hand cannons and SMGs only like for three or four matches. And then you can try out some of the weapons that aren't necessarily ideal and in time to kill, but, you know, it adds a fun element, I think, to, to playing PvP. Yeah, that should be a good time. Yeah. When the day comes. Or just be like Dex was today and just run around and hilt tilt people. Dude, that kid, <laughs> like, <laughs> he's running around um, with, what what's his name, like, RWSA or, you know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, R- RW. Yeah. Awesome. yeah, so RW and Dex are running around, and Dex is just literally charging people with his hunter and killing them. Like, they're legit losing gunfights to him straight up charging them with his sword hilt and winning. And he got, like, 19 kills the first game that we played with sword hilt only and a positive KD. <laughs> so this is the uh, the negative side of uh, the, of the skill-based matchmaking, right? when you average somebody who's really good and somebody who's really bad, he has a really good time. And the bad person, me in this case has a really bad time because we're fighting everyone in the middle. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I was definitely full potato thumbs tonight. That is for sure. Oh, well, um, yeah, I don't know, man. Anything else striking your guys' fancy with destiny? Any other sore subjects or things besides people complaining about the Mita? Yeah. I, I've been gone all week, so I uh, <laughs> I lost out on being able to find something new to complain about or gripe about the uh, Mita even. I do. Well, I, Go ahead. I, I think the complaints that's going to come back is the clanning rooms because they said yeah. it was a bug to get them at 
10 light or oh, whatever. Oh, I saw that. Uh, if they come at current level light, oh, shit's going to hit the fan. Yep. It's gone. Yep, I Inter- totally... Inter- yeah. Internet's going to be nuked. That's so funny, too. It, even if they're smart, even if they're smart loot and they drop around your light level, people are going to be all up in arms about it. But at the same time, like to those people, I say, how many duplicate guns do you get on average when you have an engram now? Like once you get above 270, like most of the things that you get are a duplicate. So you're probably sharding it anyways. So is it really that big of a deal if someone's getting this gun at that light versus this gun and just putting a duplicate into it? I don't know. Right. Um, their, their biggest issue is just the fact that they're getting the rewards for not doing the activity. I understand, but that's part of the clan system, though. You yeah. Have some some people that are good at PvP, some that are good at PvE, they get a share. Now, yep. neither one provides armor, so if you want the armor that comes with either one of those, you still got to go get it. Yep. Yeah, that's cool. I do like that you can't get the armor. Um, Even then... What what is you getting a raid pulse rifle hurt me? Yeah, I know, dude. Well, you know, because you, get... you didn't earn it, damn it. <laughs> People gotta have their gotta have their shit to cry about. Um, no, okay. So I wanted to read this because I thought it was awesome. So we are aware that Mita multi tools popularity, or we are aware of Mita multi tools popularity, and are looking at it very closely. It is popular, but according to our data, there are options out there that match or exceed its effectiveness in all activities. Have you found one? Question mark. Um, I love. Good. Yeah, dude, I love that statement because that's that's destiny. Um, that's the Bungie team just saying, you know what, like keep playing <laughs> we are we aren't just going to give in to nerf something because someone is making a big deal about it you know especially people who have a big following like there are better options out there you just need more time to play and to, to find those options so i like that i i i hope that they stick to that approach and they aren't quick to nerf things like they were um earlier in life no, I, I believe they learned from all the nerves they did and and just running everything. Yeah. Such so you know, auto rifles, fusion rifles, all that. But at the same time, it didn't help the fact that the second week of trials, which is probably their biggest draw, they had to revert it to the first week of trials because there was a glitch in in the map. Yep. And so people are using the best tool for the gun or best tool for I, the map. I mean, might is strong. Yep. It is strong. I hate that stupid gun myself. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll use whatever my best options are. I will not feel bad about that. Oh. You know, I have to say, Nips, I'm a little bit thirsty tonight. You're a little bit thirsty all the time. Dude. I've seen your internet presence. You saw me last night, though. Mimi. I kind of, yeah, you've seen, you've seen Mimi face. Um, we did a, we did a short interview last night and I looked, I looked like, I looked like crap. <laughs> I felt Death like crap. warmed over. <laughs> Dude, I had a fever. My wife's like, why don't you go to bed? And I'm like, cause I gotta, we gotta do a little recording. <laughs> um, I feel better tonight, but I decided that drinking beer was probably not in my best interest for being healthy this week. Um, 
so I'm thirsty and I'm sad. But next week we'll be back on task. Um, but before I did get diseases and illnesses this week, uh, I had some good beer up north. And I have a good beer to bring back to our fellow audience. There is a brewery outside of Two Harbors. Um, well, actually, I think the brewery is in Two Harbors, but it's from the town called Castle Danger. Can we take a second to recognize that there is a town in Minnesota called Castle Danger? How awesome is that? It's interesting. I think I think it's awesome. So um, Castle Danger Brewery has um, a seasonal beer that just came out called Red Hop. It's it's kind of like a uh, a red ale IPA hoppy mixture of greatness. Um, it's a fall beer, you know, so it's along that line of Oktoberfest, but more. I don't know. It just it just has a little bit more like hoppiness to it, as the name would kind of lead you to believe um but yeah they had tall boys of that up north um and it was absolutely fantastic beer to have when it was cold outside so if you see it um it's a limited seasonal beer you should pick one up sounds amazing yeah it was good man it it was very good how about you burning wing what are you drinking these days uh, so last week in preparation for this very segment, I decided I'd try a couple different beers to f- see if I could find anything uh, worthy of bringing on to this great podcast. A round of applause for the research. <laughs> also, round of applause for uh, calling it a great podcast. Your check is in the mail. Hey, do I get $15? Uh, no, I only PayPal $15 directly to... The DTP folks, you're gonna have to get your check for, I don't know, about three fifty in the mail. Mm, three fifty. I thought we agreed on four. Oh well, <laughs> taxes are a bitch. Anyways, if you bring uh, it to so... Canada, <laughs> <laughs> I'm bringing it to Canada, I'd be living like Stu. Yep. So, anyways, in doing the research, I found this um, great looking can. It's a flat black. It's got like a um, almost. Uh, Day of the Dead looking skeleton on it with a beer mug in his hand. It's called a Dead Guy Ale Rogue. It's a it's it's a darker beer. Uh, uh, it's it's just really good. It's probably the best beer I've had in a long time. It is. Uh, yep. I I don't like hoppy beers that much, but I like I like this one quite a bit. Uh, so I, last week I. Like I said, I got it. I tried it. I wasn't really expecting much out of it, uh, but it, it shocked me. So last, uh, I had to stop and get some more of it because I drank it so fast. Yeah, but it was it's very good stuff. It's brewed in Newport, Oregon. So that's really all I know about it. I just know it tastes good and I like it. Yeah, no, it's a that's a great beer, man. Um, this is the second time Rogue has made it onto our list via guests. Um, Chuck also suggested a Rogue beer when he was on. Um, Dead Guy Ale, though, the liquor store, when I was, like, just turning 21, the liquor store up by my parents' cabin um, was mostly domestic beers at that time in my life, you know? It was before, like, all the microbrews really hit, and there was lots of options besides, like, Heineken and Amstel and Lineys. And um Rogue was around then, dude, and they they were making Dead Guy Ale. 
and that was one of the beers that they could get on distribution there so um i drank that a lot in the summer when i was up north dude that's a it's a really really good beer i totally agree with that it is sucker for a maybach anyways so and it has a skeleton on it can't go wrong with skeleton art you know flat flat black skeleton gotta love it If I've learned anything about beer, it's that labels sometimes, most of the time, usually always, 40% of the time, it works 100% of the time, dictate how awesome the beer is. Looking at you, Carbon 4. <laughs> and Three Floyds <laughs> even, dude. Three Floyds has good stuff too. <laughs> Car- Carbon 4 is definitely leading the pack. Um, yeah. Oliphant uh, Brewing actually came out with a beer last week too. I need to drive over to elevated or wisconsin see if they have any, any left um and it had a pretty sweet label so if i can get my hands on that um maybe i'll bring that one bring that one on one of these episodes uh, how about you man what are you drinking nips well i uh i was on the road last week so i got to try a bunch of stuff uh tried a few local dc brews they were all all right and then uh before the cardinals brewer game on uh Saturday, down in St. Louis, we went to Four Hands Brewing, which is uh, a local brewery about, I don't know, it was like a seven-minute walk from the stadium. It was pretty nice. (laughs) Parking lot behind the place was actually game parking, so we were able to park right behind the brewery, go into the brewery (laughs) for a while, then go to the game. Nice. uh, So that worked out nicely. Uh, And while they had a ton of really good stuff, the one that blew me away the most was their uh, chocolate milk stout, mm-hmm. and I let's just say it was a good thing there was a game going on, so I could you know go to the game and drink piss water bud. Uh, because if I had stayed at that place for three or four hours, I was gonna get real real uh, shitty off of that chocolate milk stout because it was going down super easy. It was the smoothest chocolate milk stout I think I've ever had. That's awesome, man. I'm going there in October, um, the weekend actually before you come to Minnesota. So I'll see if I can find some. Yeah, it's uh, they they definitely have cans for sale in the area, or you can just you know make it down to the brewery itself. So it uh, it's worth trying checking out. Have you tried um, Schlafly when you've been there? I have not. They're also a local brewer in St. Louis. They're pretty, they got some pretty good stuff. We went to the, uh, is it Urban Chestnut? Uh, which is another brewery in there. I, th- I think that's the name is of it. Is that the one that is in like, they're more like their newly renovated part of St. Louis, like off of Kings Highway? Yep. That's exactly the place. So and they have their, their brewery and then they have like a tasting room literally across the street. Uh, their survey room. Uh, <gasps> yeah. So we we went into Urban Chestnut <laughs> Brewing Company, and we're like, oh, you guys don't sell flights. All right, well, I mean, I guess we can get some beers. And he's like, well, if you want to try more, uh, we got the tasting room right across the street. Uh, it's on Washington Avenue in St. Louis for anybody who heads down that way. So we walked across the street, and they give you, like, Two ounce pours, three two ounce pours of three different beers. And then they ask you to fill out a survey online. So for one dollar per survey, uh, which is your three beers, mm-hmm. uh, you get to try this stuff and then you have to fill out like 
what the taste and bitterness and sweetness and all that kind of stuff. And I, so we did that and I was like, man, I could stay here all day, but they only have the three beers. Yep. So it seems sort of like it defeats the purpose to keep drinking the same three beers and putting in three different votes each time. No, you only get to vote once, or at least we did when we went there. Well, then you had to buy a full pour. Yeah, I think we bought, I think we bought, I know I bought, because I bought one beer after that, and then I think we kept going, Um, because we, yeah, when we went there, Absolute Zero from Derp Fam took me there, and uh, when we were there, that's what got me hooked on the citrus beers, dude, all summer, was they had three citrus beers on tap, and we went in there, and I'm like, "Ah, I'm not really a citrus beer guy, but whatever, and it's a buck. Yeah, exactly. Well, and it's an experience, right? So why not? Like, they aren't giant beers. They're they're little flights of beer, kind of. You know, it's like, I don't know, like, a, what do you say, like, six or eight ounce cup? It wasn't, like, huge. It was, like, kind oh, of... The, the, yeah, the fours are like, two ounce fours. Yeah, it wasn't even that little. Yeah. It, yeah, it really is. It was, like, sipping, for sure. Um, yeah. But their their middle beer that they had on that that period i don't know if it's a week or two that they have that style out two um, weeks is it two weeks yeah that every was, two weeks on a friday they they change the taps out and have a new survey yeah and it was dude the middle beer that they had for us that that week was amazing like it blew my mind and changed my outlook on citrus beers 100 percent. and um the other two were like what i'd had before where i was just like eh, it's either way too sweet or it's just tastes like a really light beer with a hint of citrus you know um yeah it's a cool beer cool brewery so did you go did you go kitty corner from that to the giant one like in the big factory warehouse yeah yeah we ended up like we walked in there and then just left because we we figured we'd go check out forehands instead yeah cool so um Shout out too to Absolute Zero. He has been texting me all week. Uh, he was in Colorado and he was sending me pictures from Odell Brewery, and he went there, um, tried a couple beers, sent me some pics of beers. Um, it was pretty pretty awesome. I was I was pretty jealous, man. That's definitely my favorite favorite brewery of all of them. Yeah, we'll get out there sometime. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, totally. We totally will figure out a time to go to Colorado. Preferably when there's not snow on the ground, so I don't have to deal with long distances and ice. Snow fun. Aren't you a snowboard instructor? I like flying places. <laughs> you, I don't. You can fly in ice. Yeah, yeah. I can. I could fly to Colorado, but it's way cheaper to drive there. Um, Actually, are you I, I don't know about bringing back. No, I wouldn't. I'm not that stupid. Souvenirs. No, I, would I don't never. want to take souvenirs through the commercial airlines. I would never bring I souvenirs. Pack my car full of souvenirs. Yo, if they catch Whitney Houston, they're for sure gonna catch Fluffy Fingers. Um, no, I wouldn't do that. It, it's actually like from from Minneapolis. I think it's only like 200 bucks to fly there, which is really really borderline what it would be in gas money. Um. But I don't know, man. Like, I don't mind driving in the snow, but driving like twelve plus hours in the snow or ice, like it just, uh, no thanks. Yeah. So, 
yeah, I'm all about it though. Let's do it. Um, so we sat down and interviewed someone this week for our, maybe this week we should call it our content creator spotlight. Yeah, I think that's a, a better way to describe it this week. <laughs> um, and fellow Wisconsinite. Yeah, fellow was a fellow 414 friend. Um, yeah, I was 414 until I turned like eight and then they split the, the area code in half. Yeah, I don't think he technically lives in 414 either anymore. I think he used to. <laughs> so you're not the only one living a lie. Um, but yeah, Burning Wing, you know, you know our buddy Jay Howard, don't you? Oh, I know that beautiful man. Yeah, he's pretty he's pretty active in the Derp fam. We we see him a lot. I mean, that's how I got I mean, that's how we got our logo and my some of my fluffy fingers artwork and uh yeah, he's a solid dude. So the work work he does is great. I know he calls himself a graphic designer and not so much an artist, but still it's it's just so incredible to see some of the stuff he comes up with. Yeah, I've seen I've seen him manifest designs before too on Twitch and the way you know, he he does that a lot, you're right. Like he discounts his, his abilities um by saying that he's just a graphic designer, but I've seen him work graphic designs and like when he does it, it's obvious. You're like, "Oh yeah, like that what he's doing totally makes sense." But if it was me trying to do it, it just I wouldn't, you know, you need to have that vision and the ability to to manipulate to make to make things your own, you know, it's, it's more than just putting a font on a piece of paper. Yeah. So, so yeah, we, we sat down with, uh, with Mr. Howard, uh, myself nips my fever and, uh, gave a little chat to him. So why don't we go ahead and take a listen? All right. We are here with Jay Howard, 414, our, uh, Twitch streamer of the week. Mr. Howard, how are you doing this evening? What's going on guys? Hey buddy. It's your boy. It's your boy. <laughs> uh so for those of you who don't know Jay Howard 414, he is uh I guess we'd call him the maestro behind the Potato Thumbs podcast uh logo and I love it. So that's good. So I will start with right there with what uh what'd you do to pick that as the logo? What did I do to do it? Like what where was the thought process beginning with it? Oh, um uh, actually I I I've known Fluffy Fingers for a long time, so we kinda talked it out and kinda went over what style he was looking for for it. So uh originally the design was a little bit different, but we changed it up to the graffiti style logo that we have now. Um both him and I are big fans of hip hop and graffiti art, so uh it actually worked out very well. Well, yeah, it looks fantastic. So uh, allow me now to say that I like it quite a bit. <laughs> That's a good Thank thing. You. That's a good thing. It is. Fluff, yeah. Fluffy has all the say in this show, so the fact that I like it is a pleasant uh, surprise. That's right. I keep them <laughs> locked up in my basement. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. So we we know we've met each other a couple times, dude. Um, so I know you through Derp Fam. Um, I don't know, man. How's I know I know that the art thing. God, when do you think it started? Like a, a little bit over a year ago that you started throwing out the 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 Twitch rebranding stuff when you and I first started working on my stuff. Yeah, I would probably say so. Um, it started with the the derp uh, t-shirt contest. 
It's uh, that's where I first like got my laptop back out and started designing again. So, um, yeah, I uh, I won the contest for the t-shirt design, and then it was like right after that I think is when me and you started talking about your uh, your overlay and stuff. So that's about how that happened. Yeah, and so how um how drastically has your destiny game time decreased since uh, <laughs> that kicked off? Um, it it. For a long time, it didn't really get in the way of it, but now um, I, I got a lot busier, and uh, I, I actually have been getting made fun of quite a lot because I still have not played Destiny Two yet. I'm still so bu- I'm so busy doing my artwork that uh, I haven't even I, I didn't play the beta. I, I didn't play it at all. I haven't played it yet. <laughs> Everybody else is, but I'm still waiting. I have six projects to go, six to go, and then I'm going to take a little bit of a break and start playing, um, and I'm going to kind of cool it uh, and for probably about a month and then i'm going to come back fully i just i actually just fully rebranded myself yesterday i don't know if anybody saw the tweets i saw that yep Yep. um i gave myself a new rebrand i just updated my website so i'm kind of getting everything situated and set for for the next round so nice so we know that you aren't going to be playing destiny 2 when we jump in your stream um (laughs) but you do stream so what are we going to see when we jump in um, I stream a couple of different things. I, I do. I was streaming Destiny One. Um, mostly people would come and laugh at how horrible I'm playing. Uh, so I did stream Destiny One. I do stream some PC, just very minor, um, some some things. Um, I usually actually play emulators a lot. Uh, some you know original NES and Super NES. Um, but right now, most of my streaming is just my graphic art. Um, the the creative. The creative directory on Twitch is getting to be a lot bigger than it has been. You know, with a lot more artists are starting to stream their work, and you know, we just put on some chill music and and have fun with our chat and just and just draw and stuff. So it's that's that's pretty much what I'm doing now. It's just my uh, graphic design online. Cool, man. <laughs> it's not really. It, it's not exciting at all. I always think that graphic design, especially graphic design, like illustrators can draw and it's cool, but graphic design is the most boring shit ever to watch. <laughs> you, you, you really know how to sell your channel. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So my channel, my channel is just a kidding. lot of it is, is mainly for like the customer, whoever I'm working for. Um, I came up with the idea a while ago because I would send like when I, when I was working on your overlay or like your logo, you know, I could do I could do a version of it and then send it to you and then wait for your response and then okay change this and then do this version and then send that and then wait again. But if I stream it live, then my client can watch it live and basically offer me feedback in chat. So you know, it works. It's it's amazing. It works great that way. So that's mostly what my channel's for. But people come and hang out too, and you know, just listen to music and and hang out with me too. So that's that's what's really cool about it. Um, we try to spread the love the 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 DCA group you know we have a lot of those artists kind of we jump around within each other's streams so we kind of promote each other that way too so that that is a big deal for us but yeah my my streams like i said it's it's, it's mainly for business but it works out well so for those of us who uh, haven't heard of the DCA group what is that DCA is the Destiny Community Artist Group. It's uh, fan artists and designers and animators. Um, you know, pretty much well anybody who works within the Destiny community um, outside of Bungie, uh, we're just a big group. Um, actually, we Captain Twas joined our group yesterday. So, pretty much one of the biggest designers that I've ever met. 
is now a part of it, you know, and he's, he's kind of hanging out with us too. So, uh, you know, it's, it's, that's a big, that's a big thing. And, and, you know, and they're all streaming too, um, designing wise. Uh, I, I just, I see Captain Twas actually just, uh, streaming a lot lately. So. Cool. That's very cool. Very cool. Uh, so you mentioned you had a website. So we're going to get to your Twitch site in a little bit for those who want to go there. But I assume you put a bit of time into your website, too, for people who are looking for you. What's that yeah. uh, URL? <laughs> uh, it is www.414graphics.weebly.com. And yeah, being a graphic designer, uh, I, I better have a decent website. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if, if I had a horrible website, people would be like, well, I don't think I'm going to use this kid for myself. So yeah, uh, I actually just updated it and um, did a lot of stuff with that. So it's been, I've been busy. <laughs> nice, dude. Nice. <clears throat> so um, do you, when you are streaming, do you, do you have kind of a set schedule or is it more, um, you know, check you out on Twitter and you'll throw it up there when you're going to go live or how are you kind of working things these days? I think when I come back, I'm going to have a schedule. Um, right now it's mainly just based, you know, whenever the client says, you know, some clients don't want their stuff streamed. So if they don't want it, then I can't. Um, so it's pretty hit and miss. Now I'm pretty much well going to tell them, be like, Hey, I'm going to stream your stuff, you know, and kind of, you know, let them know right offhand. Um, and so hopefully when I come back from my little hiatus, uh, I'll be streaming on a normal schedule. So um, it'll be in the evenings after, uh, you know, family time's over with and stuff. So probably about 8 p.m. Central for about an hour or two, uh, Monday through Friday, you'll see me, see me online. Awesome. And do you still, uh, do you plan to stream some gaming and stuff while you're taking your break from art? Um. I hope so. Um, I, I I do stream straight off my PlayStation. I actually don't use OBS like I do for my uh, graphic stuff. But um, yeah, I, I plan on it. Um, I love streaming. It everyone says it's very addicting, and it is. I love it. It's fun. It's it's really fun to do. So I plan on it, um, and I'll I'll hopefully be able to work that into my schedule, depending on how things work out. So um, maybe you know. Maybe a couple nights a week I'll, I'll I'll be doing my artwork, and then one or two nights a week I'll be doing some gaming. So hopefully, nice, that's man. the goal. Yeah. So, what is your uh, infamous Twitch address if someone wanted to go <laughs> and check you out? Um, it is uh, Twitch.tv/slash jhoward414, and the O in Howard is a zero, so it's J H zero W A R D four one four. Um, that's also my Twitter. That's pretty much all my, my, it's my gamer tag. It's, it's the same across the board. So if anybody ever wants to get a hold of me and come check out anything, that's where you're pretty much going to find me. And I will, uh, throw out that, uh, Mr. J Howard is so beloved by the community that, uh, at the last, uh, before destiny con Fluffy put together a little, uh, fundraiser for some folks and, the whole damn community came out to get Jay Howard to get down to uh, Tampa <laughs> because they appreciate the work he does for him. So if you're looking for something, uh, go check out his channel because he's a hell of an artist. Yeah, I, I, I appreciate it very much. Um, I love I love the community and I love the support I've been getting through it. Um, you know, I don't I, I'm one of the few artists that can say I haven't had to deal with many problems or, you know, issues with people. It's just kind of like they know what I do. They come looking, they ask, I provide it's, you know, and that's as fat, that's as, that's, that's as good as it goes. So, um, yeah, I, I love this community and, you know, that's why I hope to stream more and get my face out a little bit more to, uh, to be able to, um, 
you know, just, just get out into the community more and stuff. So hopefully, and hopefully I'll be able to start streaming maybe some Xbox so I can play with Fluffy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude, the community, the community really, uh, really showed up, man. They really got behind you. And I think there's a reason for that. Like, I know that you're a good dude. Our listeners who may not know you, um, may not know that, but there's definitely a reason why, like, the community showed up to do something cool like that. So, um, I definitely encourage people to go check you out, man. Like, your work is solid, but, like, in general, like, working with you and, and everything else, man, like, you're a straight-up dude. So, definitely worth a watch and a follow for sure. No, I definitely appreciate it, man. I definitely appreciate it. So go check out twitch.tv jhoward414. That Owen Howard is actually a zero. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never, I'm never gonna live that down. I really nope. should that. <laughs> you tried. I, I, there's, there was one point where like Discord it like changed one day, and everyone's like, wait, wait a second, what's going on here? Why is that just a regular Owen, not a zero? Yeah, yeah. It's because there was actually another Jay Howard, and then uh, I added the zero and the four one four to try to break that. So, yeah, awesome. <laughs> All right, thanks a lot, guys. Yeah, dude, thanks for hanging out with us tonight. Thanks, man. And that was Jay Howard four one four again. The O in Howard is a zero. Ah, uh, I don't know if we hammered that home enough during that interview. If you had to pronounce J. Howard, but with a zero, how would you do it? I would say J. Howard, 414, but the O is a zero. No, 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 no. You need to pronounce the O as a zero. J. Howard, zero word? I think you should go by that from now on. It's less confusing. Yeah, because then you're you're like phonetically saying it. You mean like Mimi? Yeah, like Mimi. I don't like this theme being part of our discussion. <laughs> Dude, I just, I, I want to sit back, crack me a little pample mouse, and, uh, <laughs> and just Look play some, some video memes. games. <laughs> Look uh, at some dank memes. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, we, we've decided that while the DTP folk had a good idea with Fluffy pronounces a word of the week uh, recurring segment. <laughs> uh, my cowardice of also pronouncing words incorrectly led me to believe that I should not be looking up hard words to pronounce to stick it to Fluffy, only because I will walk right into my own failure, much like I did with uh, the Glenfiddich <laughs> uh, debacle of an earlier episode. That's okay, because I, I know Glenn, Mar- is it Morangi? Morangi, Morangi, yeah, like I've, I dealt with it for so many years bartending, but I still fuck that one up. Who I needs have to scotch tasting tomorrow night? Who sounds like a real man's man type of thing? Right? Are you gonna, <laughs> gonna have go s- drink a whole bunch of scotch and then go to Spanish class? <laughs> yeah, I'm out. <laughs> Do you have cigars with your scotch drinking? No, it's uh, inside a restaurant. They they frown upon smoking inside restaurants. It's Wisconsin, dude. They don't well, frown they upon don't, smoking. They only frown upon it. It's not like they're going to kick you out. It's fine. <laughs> it's not like they, it's illegal like it is here. No, it's illegal here, too. Is it? Oh. Yeah. Are the bars illegal now, too? 
Yep. Um, when was the last time he went drinking in Wisconsin? I, apparently, like it was a while decade, ago. Maybe even longer. Probably. I feel like the smoking ban came into play when I was a senior in college. Really? Maybe no. No. No, because for sure when I was in, it was within the last like seven years because I, when I was teaching snowboarding, we would go to Hudson because a bunch of the instructors worked there before I had kids and uh, we would go to bars and drink. And I remember going into one bar after Minnesota had banned it. And even as a smoker, I walked into the bar after being in bars for so long and not having smoke. And I was just like, holy crap, dude. Like I forgot how bad it can be when you smoke in a bar, like after having not been in it for so long. I'm willing to believe that it's possible. And I mean, obviously, I don't want to impugn the good name of whatever bar you went to in Hudson, but they may just not have been following the statute there. Or there could have been a loophole where they were like a private club that uh, allowed it. July uh, 5th, 2010. Oh, look at that. Seven years ago. So oh, bitch was right. And I wonder when Minnesota was. I feel like that was definitely earlier. Uh, 2007. Yeah. Okay. I feel like okay. we just went through this like five years ago in Kansas. Yeah. So I, you know, okay. So I used to smoke cigarettes and I used to smoke cigars. And, I, you know, like um, Nips and I were kind of on the same um level of of smoking cigarettes like sometimes it just happens when you go out with buddies and drink um but when i used to smoke cigars man there was this place on um grand avenue in st paul called uh stogies and we used to go there and like you get a really nice cigar and you could just sit like right out front and puff on a cigar or sit inside in their like lounge area and puff on a cigar and dude that was it was it was cool man i miss being able to do stuff like that we have those up here or down here by where I live. Yeah. In the big in the big city by where I live. Yeah, cigar bars still exist. Uh just very there are many uh many more bars that just don't have any smoking anymore. Yeah. No, I get it, man. Like to each their own. I still I still have if I <laughs> if I'm going out drinking I it's that's that's like the hardest thing for me to not do is smoke cigarettes it's a it's a interesting evil mistress of mine fun times oh on that note i kind of want to get back to my other mistress miss destiny <laughs> that's her gonna say Mimi's. wife Mimi. <laughs> no, she would be my wife. Mistress assumes that it's not the wife. Like, haven't you seen the latest Mimi on that? I, I thought you married your Xbox. Is that still not allowed? Mm, no. I've seen P- Fluffy play. He's never going to please that Xbox enough to keep it. <laughs> 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 I got nothing. I got Talk nothing. About a cold heart. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the puns are real. No puns. No puns, puns are the worst. All right. <laughs> all, all the puns. Come on now. Yeah. Well, I'll probably play until like midnight, nameless midnight, whenever. That was a really bad that, one. That, 
should just does not compute. Like, should should have just cut it right before then. <sighs> <sighs> yeah, you get a an A for effort. Good buddy. Oh man, your review is just merciless. Bless okay. your heart. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was just I was waiting to come back with one of my okay one. Oh, Mr. Burning Wing, I appreciate you yes, hanging sir. out with us tonight, man. It was a pleasure to be on here. That was a lot nice of fun. Thanks for joining. Yeah. Glad you put up with my shenanigans for a little while. Yeah, yeah. Glad you were able to make it and there wasn't like a tree down on a on a power line or a phone line or anything, man. You sent me that uh, they, that picture and I'm like, oh crap, does that mean he has no internet? No, <laughs> they, they, well, I don't have any internet according to Biz, but uh, the they actually moved the power line about a month ago from that side of the house to the other side. So, oh, nice. <laughs> I was they like, oh, that's nice. Yeah, they must have. Nice. Cool. Well, uh, jorts for life, my friend. And uh, Silver jorts. Official name of the clan, Turkey. <laughs> and Nips, uh, we might have to get some Potato Thumbs shorts as merchandise for our fans to wear because it's a new hot thing. Um, but while they're waiting for that store to drop, where can we find you? Maybe Jinko jeans. <laughs> Jinko shorts. Oh, God. Uh, I exist nowhere. Anybody who wears jorts can find me. That's not true. Yeah, I totally know where you live. That's unfortunate. Um, you. you can follow me on Twitter <laughs> at Admiral Lips and uh, find me on Xbox as Hambo1982. Senior, bo- <laughs> senior Borning. <laughs> senior Borning Wing, where can we find you? <laughs> Did not have burning in the uh, <laughs> let's have Fluffy pronounce a word game um, as one of the tough ones. <laughs> <laughs> I give up. Trip the dream. <laughs> uh, you can find me on PS4 only. I'm a PS4 exclusive at Burning Wing Zero. Uh, just how it sounds. You can find me on Twitter at Burning Jorts or at at Got Turkey Jorts, which is a parody uh, account I made to uh, terrify Got Turkey. Yes. Our dear friend from the Derp fam, Mary Poppins of the Derp fam. She's good people. And my clan leader. <laughs> well, I am Fluffy Fingers, and um, you can find me trying to sneak into Nip's uh, Xbox Live parties whenever he's online and uh, dropping dank memes in the Discord. And. If you want to email Potato Thumbs, no one told us how bad Lotus's website was this week. It was pretty sad. So you can email us at gmail, uh, potatothumbspodcast at gmail.com or at us on the Twitterverse at Potato Thumbs. Um, yeah. So I got all, the, like, uh, all the Lotus hate mail went to uh, JC Jesse this week. I apparently, man, and he did not forward it to me. But I mean, what do you expect from a guy from Pennsylvania? You know, and just, you know how he is. You know how he is. I was going to say, should we maybe make a challenge for everyone to send all the uh, memes to Lotus about his website? Ooh, that would be good. A Lotus memes barrage. I like this. I'm officially done saying memes after this episode. All right. Uh, 
<laughs> Good news, everybody. We'll be back next week with episode 12. It was in doubt for about uh, <laughs> the better part of the last 20 seconds. <laughs> but we're we're officially on next week. Yep. Thanks, everyone, for hanging out. It was fun. <laughs>